This episode contains adult content. Listener discretion is advised. Everything's got a silver lining and everything's got a story. So before mm-hmm. you can respond to that, you uh, hear like, uh, or you see somebody walking down the aisle or whatever, and everyone kind of is like in a hubbub, but kind of in a shush hubbub kind of thing. A gentleman starts walking up to into the, into the ring, dressed up to the nights, nice suit, bow tie, slick back hair. And he uh, calls the fight. He's like, you know, there'll be three bouts. They'll last until there's one one person standing. Um, this will be the finest bare knuckle boxing that you'll ever see. So that's something that kind of like rings your head. Like you're thinking like this will just be a nice, easy boxing gloves. Everyone just kind of, you know, doing their thing and then it'll be over. But it's actually a bare knuckle boxing matches. And he introduces his the first to fighters people that you actually don't know i'll just make up some names like tim Derry and ricky muldoon uh they're about to fight and just before are they you kind of see them both walk in the first fighter is like this is this small but kind of ripped mexican guy ricky muldoon and he just looks like he's got a lot of like swiftness to him the next guy that comes in is this big ogre of a white guy. Kind of looks like he's got more pounds than he's got than he's got muscle. But as soon as they introduce introduce the big white guy, Tim Derry, you hear a lot of this like, hey, you know, kind of like you. There's a smattering of people in the crowd that are kind of um, cheering for him. I want you to roll an awareness check for me, and I would like that to be uh, the deal will be four. Uh, it's gonna be a seven. Jeez, look at you. <laughs> when will your dice ever ever fail you? They won't ever, which is okay because that makes the story funner, more fun. So you can tell, like, by the smattering of different people in the crowd, that they have a certain they have a certain look to them, a certain feel to them. You can tell that there are some cops in here. And the guy that's fighting Tim Derry either is a cop, was a cop, or somebody that these cops are big fans of. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So that another that again throws another wrinkle into everything that's going on. You're probably thinking to yourself, "What the hell is going on here with all that's happening right now?" Because number one, there's supposedly cops here. Number two, there's two of the biggest mob bosses in Queens here, and there's this underground boxing fight group, fight club or whatever. And you're just like, you know, more questions than answers. If there is one of the guys holding the placards, like if it's not too late to get in, he like puts his hands up, weighs them over and puts five bucks down on the Mexican guy. <laughs> nice. Nice. 
Yeah, like you can tell, like even like until the bell is going to happen, they're taking as much money as possible. Yeah, yeah. Um, He's he's going to throw down some money. I might lose. Uh, Like he brought money because he wanted to like integrate and like acted like he was going to be here. Like he didn't really expect to win anything, but like fuck those cops. (laughs) (laughs) That guy looks small and fast. So you know, yeah, for sure. So I'm always terrible with how odds go. So is it, if it's like 10 to one, that usually means that that's like favorable. I can never remember. I think it's the other way around, right? So like if a horse is running and its odds are, you know, you know, one out of 50, your dollar pays 50. Okay. So if they're planning on that person winning, then the odds would be the other way. Right. Okay. I okay, guess, so, right? Because like if you expect them to win, you're not gonna pay out more when they win. Yeah, right. Yeah. The the underdog or the person you don't think is gonna win. That's why people lose their money betting on horses, they're always betting the long shot yeah, to yeah. win because you can make so much more back. Yep. Okay. When, when yeah, we'll say that. So we'll <laughs> say that, yeah, we'll say that Tim Derry is two to one, and we'll say Ricky Muldoon is ten to one. Okay. And he's and the guy's like, Oh, he's like 10 to what odds. Well, that's going to get you quite, you know, quite a coin. He's like, good luck to you. Yeah, thanks. Uh, ho- hopefully you can pull it out. Yeah. More money for use, he says. And then he just kind of disappears. Let's just say, like, he took down your name just so you had that for later or whatever. But I assume there's some sort of a, they've yeah. got a window somewhere. They or can like a ticket, ticket or system or something like that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Actually, let's do ticket system because I don't think anybody's going to want their names on things. Uh, there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's like raffle tickets. They rip them in half. They give yeah, me yeah. one. They take you. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You get the pink one instead of the blue one, or something like that kind of thing. So yeah, uh, so yeah, they're they're about to fight, and then you hear this big hubbub. You hear like a bunch of cat calling, a bunch of whistling, that kind of thing. And coming down the row, you see someone uh, someone's carrying cards, like they're gonna get into the ring to show which round it is and stuff like that. So they're going to have it timed, but they're going to go until whatever. And you see it's Evie walking down to the ring in like a bathing suit. And she's, and she uh, gets into the ring, uh, holding up a big card that says one on it. And she's kind of walking around and everyone's still hooting and hollering, hooting and hollering and stuff like that. And then um, she kind of sneaks behind uh, sneaks underneath the ropes and then stands close to where the bell is, where there's a gentleman about to ring the bell, and she just kind of puts the car down and sits there. And yeah, the he bell. lights another cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> the bell happens and the fight begins. I'm gonna go in kind of in between fighting and what's going around with the crowd, just because I feel like that's probably the best thing to do instead of just being like oh, this is what's happening during the fight and nothing else happens, you know? So we'll start with the fight. The Mexican guy gets knocked out with one punch. (laughs) (laughs) Game over. (laughs) So actually what's happening is that Ricky is actually, he's uh, getting around the ring actually pretty well. Tim Derry kind of laboring and stuff like that. You know, he's kind of, he's kind of, he's moving, but not very, it's like watching a guy in molasses almost, but he's almost kind of waiting for that, opportune time to just throw that meat hook at somebody and hopefully that you know wear him down or knock him down mm-hmm. and uh you see ricky give him a couple of jabs to the ribs or whatever and as tim tries to you know give him a roundhouse to the face he ducks it 
with ease. And, you know, the crowd just kind of like, oh, that kind of thing. And you can hear kind of cop buddies just kind of like, come on, man, you can do better than that. <laughs> this little guy, you know, whatever the kind of thing. And it's like, you, you know, you've been, you've done this in your sleep kind of thing. And you hear kind of a kind of a chuckle from the crowd and it just pisses the guy off to no end. You know, he's just kind of like, yeah, I should be able to do this, but he just can't. As you're kind of surveying the crowd and stuff like that, you actually see DeLuca kind of chuckle to himself too. Just because, you know, he, you can tell that he's excited when, you know, a cop can't, you know, make a connection kind of thing. He's like, yeah, I get it. That kind of thing. So he kind of chuckles to himself, you know. And he kind of elbows Biotti and Biotti still, like. With a cigar in his fingers. Yeah, 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 exactly. fucking cop. Yep, exactly. (laughs) And, like, Biotti still doesn't even make, like, a move or anything. He's just kind of, like, very much surveying what's happening. Slight nod, like mm, yeah, I'm watching it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> if I wanted your opinion, I'd give it to you. Again. And you know, as you're kind of surveying the crowd and stuff like that, you uh, you see Vinny, and he just he's kind of looking at the cop take that big swing, and he just like this just kind of like puts his head <laughs> in his hand. It's kind of going like this. So you can you can tell that he's put his money on this guy, but he's just like, there's no way he's gonna win this fight. He's just gonna get. You know, this Ricky is just going to run circles around him and just take him down, you know, that kind of thing. I, I assume at this point the reporter is kind of like sitting forward in the seat, you know, kind of like hands, like elbows on his knees, kind of like, you know, like moving like he's fighting kind of almost a little bit, right? Like he's just kind of like swaying a little yeah, bit. Yeah, he's doing that. But also when, you, when you're looking at him too, he'll kind of, he'll kind of look in certain directions also. He'll kind of like look, look you know, look to his left, look to his right. And then, like, as you're, you know, he's kind of, like, writing stuff down, and then he kind of does this thing where he's, like, uh, you know, kind of thing, too, like, pretending like he's better than the guy, but then you can tell he's actually looking up at DeLuca and Biotti, too, and just mm. seeing their reactions from them. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, as that's kind of, you know, as they're kind of squaring up in the ring and stuff like that, the, the cop, or ex-cop or whatever, decides to rush Ricky... And he tries to get him in kind of a bear hug to kind of pull him into the corner to start giving him some, you know, jabs and stuff like that. But he actually squeaks out quite easily, ducks under his arms, and then gives him a couple of kidney punches. Nice. And and that just you can and you can hear again, you hear a little more, you hear a couple more chuckles. Now you're starting to hear some of these other cops like start to get mad. They're just like saying, This is embarrassing. It's like, are you gonna fight or what? And the cop gets mad and he actually turns around and instead of like, you know, regularly punching somebody, he kind of throws a backhand and hits Ricky in the face and kind of staggers him against the ropes. And the cop actually, instead of like trying to hit him, actually picks the guy up over his head and throws him uh, like to the other end of the ring. And, you know, and he still hits in the ring, but he kind of flops or whatever. And you hear a course of booze. You hear a lot of people just being like, this is not what I paid for. What are you doing? This isn't, you know, this isn't, do they have wrestling back then? I don't know. Probably, you know. I would assume, like not WWF wrestling, I don't think, right? Like actual legitimate wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, this isn't, you know, Greco-Roman wrestling or whatever, you know, that kind of thing. You know, it's just, this isn't a bar fight. We came here to, you know, see a fire, whatever. And, uh, do they ring the bell? I'm going to see. They don't. So it's one of those things where you just hear, you know, people still kind of booing and stuff like that. 
you actually know you actually notice that Mr. Jackson is actually in the crowd now, and he is kind of uh, off to the side, kind of let's see, he's like at kind of like the north wall by a door, and he's kind of talking to somebody else that you don't recognize, and you know people start looking at him, and he's just kind of like, what can I do? This is what it is, kind of thing, you know that kind of thing, and they can you know continue to stare and kind of boo and stuff like that, and the. Ricky actually picks himself off of the mat and does something that is kind of unexpected. He does this, like, run, this kind of roll as Cop is about to kind of, you know, go and punch him in, like, the chest. He kind of, like, runs into a roll. And then as soon as the cop kind of misses him, he kind of leaves his face open. And Ricky just, boom, just hits him right in the jaw. And he kind of stumbles a little bit, and Ricky throws another another uh, fist at his jaw. Boom! Stumbles him, all, you know, a little bit more. He falls against the ropes. He throws another punch. Boom! Connects right into his jaw, and he falls like a ton of bricks to the ground. From what you've seen, there's actually no ref in the no ref in the ring. And then you see a short, stout guy just kind of run in the ring. And he just kind of sits there and he kind of like listens a little bit. And then he kind of li- listens a little bit. And then he kind of picks his arm up and the arm kind of falls down. And he just uh, motions <laughs> to the guy ringing the bell and the guy rings the bell. You Very just- professional. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. And you just hear, you know, a bunch of boos. You hear a bunch of, you know, what the fuck kind of things. And. You know, the cops are all up in arms and stuff like that. And they're like, you piece of shit. You know, like, and then, you know, you even got a couple of people like, you know, yelling at the cop too, like, you cost me money, you dumb shit, that kind of thing. And uh, Ricky kind of jumps around kind of with his fist in the air and stuff like that, you know, and that kind of thing. And, and you know, you keep, you hear this like small cheer, cheering, uh, cheering session in the back, kind of like, you know, cheer for him and stuff like that kind of thing. And he kind of notices that, some of the cops are getting a little bit unruly and stuff like that, so he actually quickly slips under the ring and then kind of paces back to the locker room. Oh shit, maybe that's not a bad idea. Fuck, I'm out of here. Like, put sand by his face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Because, you, you know, know, it's George... the 1940s and, you know, cops were, you know, good for stuff like that. Still, today. Mm-hmm. Anyway, George, uh, you know, slaps the reporter on the shoulder. He says, ah, guy just want me 50 bucks. <laughs> he kind of you know he kind of like he he goes to kind of slap you too but then he's like he's trying to remember like where's the one that has the shrapnel and he like (laughs) knows that it's not that one he kind of hits you too he's like i can't hey look at that see i told you everyone's got a story yeah yeah i bet you his is pretty interesting (laughs) i'm sure it is hopefully he gets out before things get a little bit more interesting Sad. Yeah, you're not kidding. Sad. I hope somebody. I hope somebody's able to get him out in time. Yeah, maybe they let him at the back door. You know. I hope so, and I hope they share him with money before he does. So yeah, so that's the that's the first fight. Okay, so let's just say there's an intermission. You don't know how long it is. You they probably clean up the blood. yeah, exactly. <laughs> you you assume it's probably going to be only like five ten minutes or something like that because they want to get want to get to the next fight get their money and go kind of thing. So, so you do have a little bit more time to survey the crowd or you can, you know, talk to the reporter or you can, you know, make other moves. It's up to you. 
Does Charlene move at all? Does she just stay in her seat? Does she look like she was enjoying the fight? Is she here for another reason? Like, okay. Is there any sort of- I'm going to have you roll me an awareness with a deal of four, just because you didn't say you were concentrating on her, so I'm going to make you roll instead. Okay. Another six, baby. That's a Jeez, seven. Look at you. Uh, <laughs> I'm in the zone. Yeah. She actually is mad because you could tell she must have put money on the cop. So she, you know, she takes her ticket. She rips it up. She throws it in the air. She's, and then she kind of waves one of the waitresses down and she's just like, you could tell she's ordering a drink, you know? So she just kind of like stares at her, stares at her purse for a little bit. And she just kind of has her hand on her head and she's just kind of like shaking her head. Like you can tell she's like, why am I here? So he's thinking to himself, that things must be really bad down there if she's like here trying to make some money. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And if you remember from before, after, you know, they got a little bit of business, but because technically the mob was tied the to business Imperial, yeah, business was down. So obviously you can tell that it's down a lot more than you thought it was. Yeah. 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 So it doesn't want to approach her at all because she's not in a good mood. And like, you know, <laughs> grandpa's upstairs or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Yeah, I think he just makes small talk with the with the reporter. Okay. He was like, hey, that's one hell of a fight, huh? You know, Jesus, guys beating the crap out of each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's it's pretty crazy. But I, you know me, uh, uh you don't know me. I like the I like the little guy. I always like where the little guy wins. There's always these big guys that are always, you know, part of this big scheme and stuff like that. You know what? They deserve what they get sometimes, get knocked back down to ground level. So you know where where the little people are. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, big bigger they are, the harder they fall, you know? Yeah, well, we could definitely tell there, that's for sure. Yeah, it's what tell them crowds. <laughs> um I, you know, if it goes on, you know, if it goes on for more than a minute or two, he was like uh you know, like he looks around to make sure nobody's like paying attention, like right around them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he says, uh, can I ask you something? And he got he kind of Looks at you a little bit side eyed or whatever. He says, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel, I feel like we've been pretty friendly." Yeah, shoot. So you said you got, uh, you know, you got in, uh, stuck your nose in some places where maybe it shouldn't have been. I'm wondering, uh, maybe you know anything about what happened with uh, the mayor's kid? Is that something that uh, maybe you uh, looking into? And he kind of like. Looks at you a little like slyly out of his eye or whatever, and he's like, "Fuck!" <laughs> he's like, "No, do you?" <laughs> and like he looks her in again, and he like he looks at him, and he and he holds his gaze for a minute. Bef- before before you even say anything, he's already flipped to the next page in his notebook. <laughs> <laughs> he says, "Look, I'm a I'm a private investigator, and uh, I'm here doing a little bit of research myself." As uh, you seem to be, and he kind of like you know motions with his chin at the notebook. <laughs> nice, nice. And he he just kind of looks at it. he kind of goes in a little bit closer to you too, and he's like, "You don't say." Yeah, look, this probably isn't the best place to like maybe have this conversation, but um, maybe we could compare notes when this is all over. He kind of looks at you or whatever, and he says, "You know what? I knew you had a story." I'm willing to share what I got if you're willing to share what you got. Yeah, yeah, let's let's do that. And he, you know, reaches and he pulls out his wallet and he passes him a his business card. 
you know, nice. just in case uh, things get a little hairy, you know? Yeah. yeah. So he does that. And then uh, you do that. And then he passes his card and it says New York Gazette on it. Okay. Does it have his name on it? It does. Or do you want to yep. just do that later? <laughs> yeah. It has his name on it. I told you his name, didn't I? I don't think so. I don't think oh, we I didn't because I didn't give my name either. <laughs> <laughs> but my name would be on my card. His name would be on his card. Yeah. His name is Paul Blanker. Paul, what's the last name? Blanker, like blank and then yep. ER. Blanker, yep. Um, yeah, and then I think he just kind of like plays it cool. Like he just won 50 bucks. So like he puts his hand up, orders like two drinks, one for me, one for uh, for Paul. Cool. Assuming yeah. he's not leaving and just kind of like settles in yeah. to like a companionable silence at that point then, right? Because yeah, like sure. no point in either one of us being made. <laughs> yeah, exactly. In, not in a very more. hot spot. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, and he's definitely okay with that. He uh, he keeps half an eye on Evie, just to, like get a feel. Does it look like she wants to be here? Like, is like she here because Matt's here? Like, you know, obviously it's all like an inference on his part. Right? He couldn't yeah. know if he was if she was here because he was here. But if she looked like she was uncomfortable then maybe he brought her or he's like, yeah. Hey, you got to come with me or, you know what I mean? Like just, and, and not that, that it would even be accurate, but like just trying to get a read for like, what's her body posture? Like what is, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm not going to have you roll for it. She's having the time of her life. Okay. She's, she's laughing. She's yelling. She's, you know. Yeah. She's yeah yelling at different. Yeah. She was like, when Ricky like knocked out the cops, she was like hooting, hollering and you know, that kind of thing. She kind of, uh, I won't have you roll for this either. I'll say that, she did this thing where she was kind of walking with her card or whatever. And she's going to get back, like go back in the back to start the new thing or whatever. And she spits on the cop as she's like walking by uh, huh. when he, when he's on the ground. Interesting. I wonder <laughs> if he's a surrogate for me. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Uh, but yeah, you can tell she's like, she's super stoked to be there. Like very jovial with like the crowd and stuff like that. Some people are, you know, whistling, hooting, hollering, whistling, kind of, saying some things that you know maybe they shouldn't be because it's not gentleman like or whatever but she's like kind of going back and forth with them she's like not taking it but she's also not defending it either kind of thing that kind of thing but she's um, she's given as good as she's got yeah yeah exactly yeah at one point like you, you like even though it's really loud you could hear like you couldn't even afford me kind of thing you know that kind of thing yeah yeah, you know, yeah someone yeah. trying to be you know like be mine for the night or whatever that kind of thing uh gross anyway um (laughs) 1940s yeah i know right so you know you know she as she's walking back uh she actually does not notice you so she's you know people are still kind of talking she's kind of like hey that kind of thing or whatever you hear like someone be like you know someone recognizes her from the glow and like what are you doing here and she's like it's like oh my boyfriend's fighting that kind of thing you know you can tell like she's got like she can't wait for it to happen kind of thing. Mm. Okay. So yeah, so the break is over. They're announcing the other fighters, Grace Peterson versus Matthew Johnson. And so Grace actually, you know, walks up to the ring and you like there's a couple of, you know, cheers here and there but nothing really big. And then uh, Matt comes strolling down the strolling down the aisle or whatever, and you hear a lot of hooting and hollering. Uh, I'll have you roll me another uh, awareness check with a deal of three, six. 
Okay. Uh, you can tell that a lot of the people that probably work here are there. And they're the ones that do are doing the hooting and hollering for Matt. And he kind of does this thing where it's like, it, it's weird because you, you know, when you fought with him in the war and stuff like that, like you, you know that he was, you know, good on his feet and stuff like that, but you never thought of him as like a, like a, like a, like a, like a, a hand to hand kind of guy. Yeah. Fist fighter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was good with a gun, but he wasn't good with his fit as good with his fists and stuff like that. You know, he's more of yeah. a guy that was just kind of a brawler, but not, you know, not a technician, you know, that kind of thing. Right. Get drunk in a bar and get thrown out, like throw a couple of punches, get jumped on. We all get thrown out sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. not like in a stand up bare knuckle boxing for rounds. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So like, and the other guy is kind of like a medium weight, not very, not very built. So like to tell you the truth, both of them feel like they're very, like very equal as far as you can tell, even though you don't really know this other guy at all. So you can hear the bets going around or whatever. And you hear like, you hear like four to two on, uh, on Matthew or whatever. And you hear like five to two on grace, you know, that kind of thing. So it's like, Hmm. Still pretty evenly matched. There's not, you know, people are kind of like some people are kind of like, well, that's that's not great kind of thing, you know. But it's like these are the fights for the night, so there's not, they're not gonna, they're not gonna balloon something up to you know make money and stuff like that or try to give away money. So, yeah, I don't think I bet on this one. Okay, right, because it feels kind of dirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, like the other one, you know, whatever. But like. I don't want to bet against Matt necessarily, but like, I also don't want to bet for him. Cause like, you really shouldn't be like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, That's funny. So, yeah. So yeah. So you don't, you don't make the bet. Paul kind of looks at you and he's kind of, he's kind of surprised that you don't bet on this one, even though you bet on the other one kind of thing, but he doesn't say anything. And uh, Evie comes back out again with the round one card kind of thing. And, you know, people are kind of hooting and hollering and stuff like that. And, as they're hooting and hollering, you kind of see Matt kind of point at a different couple of people or whatever. And they're like, you know, he's kind of like, uh, Hey Ed, you know, that's my girl. You can't do that. You know? And he's like pointing at other people and they're all kind of <laughs> laughing kind of thing, you know, kind of get a rise and stuff like that. And it's kind of making some people giggle and stuff like that. You, you even see DeLuca laugh at it and stuff like that. So, yeah. So you about to get, get going into the fight. Um, you see, uh, before the fight starts, you see Charlene just kind of reach into her purse and she's got scratching her head. She's just kind of like, should I bet on this one kind of thing or whatever? And then she like pulls out a wad of cash and then she's just like, whatever, and gets the ticket. You realize that she's actually betting on Matt because you like see like somebody next to you is like, yeah, I'll take whatever on Johnson or whatever and and gets gets the pink ticket or whatever. And that's for Matthew or whatever. So yeah, so they start to fight. The uh, Grace is does this one of those things where he just kind of like he like kind of swaying left to right, oh, oh kind of thing. Like oh, you can't hit me, you can't hit me. Matt punches him straight <laughs> in the face, and he falls within seconds. <laughs> he's got a he's got a quickness that you're surprised that he has because you're like obviously you haven't seen him for a while. He still doesn't look in that great a shape, but his uh, quickness is surprising. And he goes down within seconds. The crowd is stunned. 
And then all of a sudden it just goes in a roar. Like even the people that are betting against him were, are just kind of like, what the hell just happened? And they're all, all of a sudden they like a bunch of people here and there are like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, you know, cheering him and stuff like that. And he does like this weird, like, you know, puts his arms in the air kind of thing. Like, yeah, I did it. I did it. I did it kind of thing or whatever, you know? And, and you hear, uh, Vinny on the other on the other side, he's like, "What the fuck happened?" You know that kind of thing. And then you see one of the guys, one of the guys, kind of come up to him or whatever, and and he's like, "This is bullshit," you know, kind of thing. You know, he's just like, he's trying to argue against one of the guys that that he that uh, taking the bets or whatever, and he just kind of puts his ar- you know arms up like, "What am I gonna do?" You know, it's like this this happened, you know that kind of thing. You know, and Matthew actually goes to the corner picks up grace and actually like kind of gives him a hug and it just kind of like slaps him on the face a little bit or whatever. And he just is kind of like, it's like there's kind of a brotherhood there and stuff like that, you know? And he uh, just kind of actually helps him out the ring and stuff like that. And people, and some people are like throwing like pieces of paper at him and their tickets at him and stuff like that. And he's like, come on, come on. He didn't know any better. That kind of thing. Kind of shoot him off or whatever. And then he, uh, Brit walks him to the back and people are just kind of like kind of booing a little bit just because they're like this is not, that's not what's supposed to happen in bare knuckle boxing kind of thing you know we didn't get our money's worth <laughs> yeah yeah exactly exactly so people are kind of pissed about it roll me an awareness check with a deal of three i know we're doing a lot of rolls today but it's it believe me it's worth it seven okay for once you actually see biati kind of point at somebody in the crowd and then they point towards the grouping of matt and grace i watch the person who responds right so if i like just happen to like look up like you know take a take a drag on my cigarette kind of like turn my head so like i'm not blown in this guy's face or whatever and he points i don't immediately turn but like you know like <laughs> and kind of like turn and look to see who gets up yeah yeah and see if they're <laughs> following out i want to see what this person looks like yeah yeah so you see this gentleman, it's, uh, he's sitting in a seat and when he stands up, he's, he's at least six foot five, not particularly like muscular, but for that size, he's got a lot of weight to him and you see him kind of slide out from his chair and out from the row and actually does follow them back to the back room. So meaty guy about six feet. I'm assuming wearing a suit. Yeah. Yeah, he's he was six feet four inches. I mean, obviously mob connected. <laughs> no, nah, it's just it's just a mob guy pointed at him. He's like, oh, gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't yeah, I I I can't I can't argue for a brains roll because you know all of the street level guys wouldn't have their pictures in the paper, so it wouldn't necessarily you know, and he doesn't deal with the mob if he doesn't have to. Yeah. So like, you know, obviously everybody knows who the mob bosses are, but like you would know the street level captains yeah. unless you had a problem. <laughs> like, or you own a business and they were like leaning on you for protection money. We're like, they wouldn't necessarily be known if you didn't live in the neighborhood. Yeah. I feel like, right. Yep. So like, I, I don't think yeah, you're not, you're not looking for that kind of trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Just stay away from that as far as possible. But maybe <laughs> that's going to be a problem now. <laughs> yeah. So th- the guy goes all the way in the back where the boxers went. He does. He doesn't like that, but there's nothing I can really do about it except to, you know, talk to Matt later. Okay. But like he, he makes a mental note and he again tries to remember what that guy looked like. If I saw him again in a crowd, yeah. You know, I want to 
kind of commit that face to memory. Yeah, we'll say he's got like a like a uh, short flat top, black hair. We'll say he's got a mole on his right cheek. So there, you got a good description of somebody that you, <laughs> if you see him again, you'll definitely know who he is. Okay. Yep. So then, yep. There's a five minute intermission again. Nope. Okay. So everything is kind of uneventful again, except for the fact that you notice that Charlene actually won this time. So she's just kind of like, as she's kind of, everyone's shocked or whatever. She kind of stands up. She's like, yeah, kind of thing. Like she's (laughs) really excited. Everyone else is kind of like, what the hell just happened? Kind of thing. But she's like super stoked. She, you watch her go back to like a certain part where they're like, there's like a window and stuff like that. And she's like, she slaps the thing down or whatever. And she actually gets, quite a quite a bit back i think when she when he sees that she's going to cash out i think he gets up and goes over because i've got a ticket to cash out anyway yeah so i would uh you know trail behind like significantly behind like she gets up and like makes it to the window and he's like oh yeah shit i should probably like go cash my ticket (laughs) (laughs) okay i want you to then i want you to roll me a grace roll of a DL of four. Okay. Can I add my investigation? <laughs> no, you cannot. <laughs> all right, I got a six. It's fine. <laughs> all right, all right, good, good. All right. So you make it there uneventfully. Nothing kind of happens in between kind of thing. So what do you do? Like, he just stands behind her in line. Yeah. You know, like a respectable distance, right? Like, illicit gains at a underground like he's not standing right behind her like he's you know stands three feet off or you know whatever feels appropriate in the moment and when she turns around like you know he'd be like uh i guess he waits to see if she recognizes him gotcha gotcha right like does she say anything or she's like oh you know like "Mm -mm," like do 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 like walks delay (laughs) (laughs) like yeah yeah right because he's not gonna force it and i do actually have to cash out so like yeah yeah okay sounds good Okay, so, yeah, so you, you know, there's a little bit of time. She kind of, like, counts her money, and she's just kind of, like, kind of giddy kind of thing. She turns around, and she sees you, and she, you startle her. She's like, Jesus! And she kind of looks at you, and she's just like, are you are you following me? Uh, uh, oh, Charlie, uh, um, no. <laughs> like, right, like, you may, like, you don't want to use her name, right? Like, then nobody knows who she is. Nice. I want you to roll me a charm <laughs> with uh let's say let's do four again. Let's do a DL four. I got a pair of twos. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, so the just so, just because so the a, way you, the way you said no, I was just like, oh, that's perfect. Well, because that would be a that would be a no but, right? Because yeah, it yeah, was yeah. four and I got a two. Yeah, for sure. So what's gonna happen is if it's okay if I do the but. She's gonna be like, she's gonna be like, she doesn't believe you that you that you're not following her to come talk to her, but she's also not threatened by you, right? Because you know, granddad's upstairs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's like, she does this thing where she's just kind of like, she she realizes that she's like looking right at you or whatever, and she like moves to the side a little bit. And she starts counting her cash, and she's like. She's looking at her cash and she's talking to you and she's just like, you've got to be a little bit better with like how you sneak up on people being a private investigator and all. Like his eyes go big a little bit when she says like private investigator, like standing by the fucking window. <laughs> and he's like, oh, no, I just, uh, you know, I came down uh, to check the flights. Uh, you know, business is, uh, you know, business is what it's. 
I had no idea you were here. <laughs> and she kind of laughs a little bit and she's still looking at her cash and stuff like that. And she's just like kind of motions you to kind of get away from the from the, the booth or whatever. And she's just kind of like, well, if you're not here for me, you're here for some reason. And she's just kind of looking around like she's just like uh, enjoying the view and stuff like that. Yeah, so he's like, you know, he's cash, like he slides his ticket across and he's kind of like half turned as the guy's like counting on his money or whatever. And he was like, nah, I just, uh, you know, one of my, uh, you know, one of my guys on the street said, uh, you know, if I was looking to get a little bit of cash that, uh, you know, this is a place to go. I'm going to have you roll another charm. Just because, uh, it's so, it's Would so that weird. be a fast talk? Yeah, let's do fast talk. <laughs> All right. So, do we want to do we want to do a character development scene? Yes, I like to, it. So to show that you know how he's used fast talk in the past. Yeah, for sure. So, so just to kind of peel it behind the scenes, like we wanted to get to this point because John was able to use some of his experience points to put a plus one into fast talk. So to get into why he's better at fast talk than other people are, we're going to do what's called a development scene. It's something that. Todd Foley, the creator of core kind of likes to bring into the fold just to kind of have that introduction. So you're not just like, Oh, my guy knows how to do this now. You know, it's just, it makes sense. Cause it's like, obviously as we get older and stuff like that, we grow, but then, you know, but we also don't just be like, Oh, now I know how to do something. You know, it's obviously there's something that gets us to that point. Go I was going to say, it's like watching a TV show. So like, you know, in the first couple episodes of the season, you know, it, if a character, you know, does something, it's maybe a little bit unexpected. It's still like not necessarily out of the realm of possibility. Cause you don't know what these, you know, these character stories all are um, the further, you know, if you're in season seven of, uh, you know, supernatural or whatever, and one of the guys pulls out something you've never seen them do before. You're like, Where the fuck did that come from? Like, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I feel like we're not, I mean, we've got a whole season down. Yeah. Um, and we've never seen George use that sort of skill before. So the, the character development seems just sort of a way to like, you know, like Kurt was saying, to kind of be like, oh, this is where, you know, there's a, a flashback to some point in the past where, oh, you know, th- this is where they've used that skill before. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So we, we were kind of discussing this before we kind of got on just to kind of have a conversation about what we might want to do. And I think we decided to do like you were like you were back in the war. Uh, something had happened where you were going to a certain location or whatever, and you were trying to talk the general or your superior or whatever to going in a, in a different direction. So how would that shake out? So I, you know, I think, it, you know, it's like, I forget when we said he got wounded, but like, you know, before he got wounded, so they're in Europe, they're, you know, they're just slogging through France and uh, you know, it's like, we've, we've, you know, we've got to take, this town or, you know, we've got to take this objective here to move on to, you know, to the next thing, the next thing, next thing. And, you know, they're, they're, you know, coming up against, you know, maybe some heavy resistance and, you know, George and, you know, maybe Maddie too. And, you know, their, their, their squad, you know, kind of comes up on this area where they see that there's, you know, like an open spot, like, you know, to the East, but like a hundred yards, it looks like there's a gap in the line and the, you know, it's like, you know, we've got to go this way. We've got to go this way. That's the objective. And, you know, he's just like, no, no, Sarge, look, you know, if we, we, we got to go up this way because there's a hole in the line. And, you know, if we, we, we hit him from the left, we'll get, we'll catch him in a pincer. Like, I'll take the squad over here, 
you know, blah, blah, blah. And like, you know, there's not really a hole in the line, but like there's no machine gun nest <laughs> over there. Yeah, yeah. And like, he's just able to convince the sergeant like, oh yeah, he found a way around. Yeah, it yeah. just wasn't like us getting horribly murdered for like yeah. no reason. Yeah, for sure. And, and, you know, it's not like one of those things where it's like you talk him into it right away. It's like, you know, he's like, you know, he's just like, who are you trying to tell me where we got to go? We've got, we've got all this artillery. We've got all these men, you know, you know, it's going to take that much more time to go this way and take all of our energy and force there. And everyone's exhausted. And, you know, it, it, you know, he's like calling yours, like a hunch. He's like, we can't go on a hunch, you know, that kind of thing. Meanwhile, there's like machine gun fire, like ricocheting all around us. He's like, no, but Sarge, look, I'm telling you, if we just, we take a squad and we, we grab those guys from over there, they're all pinned down. We'll just, we'll, we'll, we'll just, we'll button hook around to the left. Yeah. And somehow you kind of, you kind of talk him into like grabbing, you know, so many, so many guys, a little bit of artillery and just being like, it's your funeral kind of thing. And like, in you know, as you do it, you know, you actually, you know, get an advantage and somehow you end up pinching the opposite forces in between, you know, and, and uh, gain victory. Yeah. Without getting murdered. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm sure you, they probably lost some people, but you know, not. Yeah. Right. Not well, you. yeah. The massive like <laughs> combat, like people are being killed. Like, yeah. You, you know, it's not like the trench warfare world war two, but it's like, we have to go that way, but there's a machine gun nest. I don't know the objectives over there. Just go. And it's like, well, that, like they beat into you. Like, yeah, just do your objective. But like, yeah, you know, on the field, on the fly, like, Hey, maybe we could not get murdered and do yeah, this yeah. too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Maybe we don't lose lives today. Yeah. So you end up, yeah. So it end up, it ends up, you know, in, in victory, you get a commendation. Many, you know, many of your fellow men are saved, that kind of thing. So yeah, so then we kind of fade back in from that flashback into now. And it was a DL of four, is that what you said? Yes, it was. <laughs> I was like, no, I forgot. <laughs> oh, it's a seven. Jeez. Why do we even roll? You just Six let you have four. everything. You win. I did uh, it. <laughs> you did. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, she's just like, she's like, okay, okay, okay. She's like, she's like, I get it, I get it. It's just, I just Times are tough. I just, I don't trust. I don't trust a lot of things right now. And, you know, just, uh, you did a lot of great stuff for me. I appreciate that. Appreciate what you did. It's just when I see your face now, uh, this is not a a great way to say this. I feel like trouble is ahead. Like he, like he puts his hand on his chest and he's like, I'm not sure how to take that. (laughs) And she, she just is kind of like, she kind of like shrugs, like, you know he me. Smiles. Yeah, yeah, she's just kind of like I'm not going to pull any punches for anyone. <laughs> you know. Yeah, she's like she's like you've actually you helped my business for a bit, and now I'm here. And that's saying a lot. You're here. That's saying even more. Hey, look, just uh, you know, like he counts his money. You know, like the guy's doing a thing. He's like, yeah, you gonna like fucking scoot? You know, so like, well, this is going on. He counts his money and you know, kind of turns and like turns and like, you know, runs a finger along his hat and make sure his hat's down. So like, you know, if DeLuca's looking at her, you know, I'm just some random person and not like, oh, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. And he says, look, just, uh, you know, be be careful. It's, uh, it's, a, it's an interesting crowd they got in here tonight, it seems like. 
and she kind of lo- she kind of looks at you on the side of her eye again, just try not to make contact or when she's like, uh, more than you would know. And she, she goes into her purse and she drops something on the floor and she's like, Oh, clumsy me. And she goes to, goes to grab it. And she's like, well, let's say she got, she looks like she's going to go to grab it. And she looks to you like, can you get that for me? Oh, uh, of course. And he bends down back to the to the balcony. Yeah. And picks it up. And like if it's a like a piece of paper, like flips it open as he's standing to see mm-hmm. what it says. Yeah. Um it, passing it, it back. So you go to grab what's on the floor and you realize that it is the lighter that you found in Marcus's desk. Mm-hmm. And as you're going to give it back to her. She kind of grabs her hand and she's like, oh, thank you so much. She kind of pulls her face into you a little bit and she says, keep it. Hmm. So like he palms, like she goes to like take it, I guess. And he just Mm -hmm. sort of like palms it. Yeah. And then like has his hands by his side. And then like as he's walking back, he sticks his hand in his pocket. Yeah. You know, like surreptitiously, you know, I'd be like, oh, thank you. You know, (laughs) yeah, sort of like play it off, you know, yeah, yeah, like he sticks the money in his pocket and he puts it in there with the. Yeah, for sure. For, for sure. And then she, she kind of looks at you and she says, have a good night, sir. Hope, hopefully uh, your bets are all winners. And then she goes to walk towards her seat. Hi, you, you too. <laughs> right. Just to keep up the, the act. The charade. Uh, like he'll stop and maybe grab another two drinks to take back over to Paul. Yeah. And like, loop around so he's like underneath and then come back out from the side <laughs> right like so not to be like too obvious but like you know he'll wander like he like oh yeah over there like you can go grab some drinks and then kind of like wander over here and yeah yeah for sure you know in, sure. in the few minutes between you know yeah exactly the, the fights yeah. yeah so like just as you're giving just as you're giving paul his drink you hear the bell ring again and you hear the young the gentleman go into the ring and he says, Now for our final fight, we have two behemoths ready to square in the circle. And like there's nobody there yet, or whatever. He's like in the south corner, weighing in at 268 pounds from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. It's hard coming up with names because I don't want to reuse names I've already mm. used. Because I'm like, I keep going, Randy. No, I think I've used that name. Paul, I can't use that name. I think. Uh, I need to write these down, like have them uh, have a whole list. Like, I know we have a list of things, but I actually put the names in a list. So I don't redo them. Monty. Monty uh, the mountain something. Yeah, exactly. Alliteration. Monty the, yeah, Monty the mountain garrison. And uh, out walks this humongous fellow. He's like, you know, six one, six two, just muscles everywhere kind of thing. Almost looks like he's too big to fight. But just when he's coming to the ring, instead of like just kind of like uh, walking to the ring, he almost kind of does that bouncing around thing that some some boxers do before they come to the ring. They're just like, and you could tell he's very quick for this big gargantuan gargantuan dude. Bald, lots of tattoos all over the place. Also has a lot of like hair everywhere too. So it just looks like this is burly beast of a guy. You know, he kind of goes in, just kind of puts his, when he's in the ring, puts his arms up or whatever. And people are just hooting and hollering and stuff like that. Not as loud as you would kind of think kind of thing, but you know, people are still really excited. 
you know, and then they're like in this corner weighing in at, you know, 245 pounds from right here in Queens, New York, Bill, the bullet, full men. And, and you hear people cheering and stuff like that. You're a couple of people on the back. They must be like, you don't know if they're like family or something like that. They're like, they're like really like who are like bullet yeah that kind of thing they're getting super excited they're like ah billy that kind of thing and uh and he just like he is a per you know he's we've already described him he's kind of a mountain of a man too but he carries himself with so much trying to think of the word it's like when he carries himself it's like nothing can get in his way it's like if you're in front of me, I'm going to plow through you to get to the next thing kind of thing. You've, when you've had your interactions with him, you know that he can be very, very tough when he needs to be, but you also know that he's got kind of a big heart too. So it's just kind of weird seeing him in this atmosphere kind of thing, but it's not, it's not as out of place as you would think kind of thing. It's just you being able to see this come to fruition is just kind of interesting because you know that a he is an he used to be an old boxer he blew out his knee so he wasn't able to do it anymore you know that he's got a rough side to him and the only time he ever brought it out at the glow is when he needed to and even then you could tell that he was just kind of like he would he would almost have that thing where he'd always try to convince people even if they were being violent or you know, up in his face to be like, okay, I'm going to give you another chance. You're not (laughs) going to take that chance. I'm going to put you down, you know, that kind of thing. And then eventually he has to do what he had to do kind of thing. There's like a certain amount of like solemnity and pride in the way that he carries himself. And like, yeah, he had a rough background, but like, he's like genuinely a very good person. Yeah. And like, I, I, I feel like George sees this as more of a facade Right, because yeah. when they when they were in the office, he's like, oh, "Come on, just leave me alone." Right, like, <laughs> like he doesn't want to be here. Yeah, right. So from seeing that in the in the office like an hour ago to now, yeah, right, like it's just a it's just a, a persona that he's yeah. that he's put on. Yeah, you know, it's it, not it, it's not who he is. Exactly, it's a thing that he's doing this because he has to. He only shows force when he has to; otherwise, he'll try to avoid it. Mm-hmm. So. You know, as he kind of struts down, like a lot of people in the crowd are just going crazy. You can tell that this is why they came. This is what they want to see. You know, you see lots of different people like you, you know, you'll see a couple of different people, like very few people here and there being like, okay, okay, well, you know, I'm going to bet a bet against this guy because I know that he's probably going to have all the odds because everyone's cheering or whatever. But there's a lot of people that are just like, you know, again, they're just there for him. They're there to see the action. You can see some people almost like have a conversation like, oh, I remember back in whenever I saw him and he was, oh my God, just knocked the lights out of this guy and blah, 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 that kind of thing. Ah, he was so good. Oh, if it, you know, if he wouldn't have blown his knee out, he would have been the best, that kind of thing. You know, you could have made it, you know, to the professionals, you know, professional leagues and stuff like that. And uh, even Paul beside you is like writing a bunch of stuff down. He's just like, it's almost like you can tell he's like weaving a story, you know, he's like, Oh, Bill, you know, looking as statuesque as he is coming in against this guy of this, you know, literal mountain of a man, you know, and he's like, (laughs) what will happen kind of thing, you know? Yeah. And people are just kind of going crazy for it. Uh, You even see 
Evie, like she kind of looks at him and it's just kind of like, you know, she, he kind of glances at her just a, just a little bit or whatever. And she just kind of like smiles at him. Like she's really excited to see what's going to happen kind of thing. Yeah. I, I put 10 bucks on Bill. Okay. And I'm watching the balcony because I wonder whether, so look at the balcony and see whether or not they have any reaction to Bill. Yeah. And I also want to see if I could find Jackson, if he's still standing at that door to see what his reaction is. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So I'm, I'm like trying to do both things at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. For if sure. that makes it harder. Yeah. Uh, let's make let's do that. Yeah. I, think it's- I mean, I don't even know if it's a, well, I, I mean, I guess it's up to you. Right. So like if, uh, if uh, you know, one of the two mob guys is like, Oh, you know, and like leans forward or whatever, where they start like intense conversation. Yeah. Right? Like, I guess that's easy to yeah. see. Right? I, I, draw yeah. my own conclusions, I, I or... was going to have you roll something, but I don't think we need to. Yeah. I'll well, have I'll... It's totally up to you, right? Like we've rolled a lot, which is great yeah. for me. Cause I made back the 10 XP that I spent already. <laughs> um, but like, you know, so for most games, right? Like it's, and maybe it's different, like in an investigative game, right? Like, like this or like a Thule, like you roll a ton, you know, but, but it's like, do we roll when it's dramatically important? So like, yeah. is it dramatically important that I see them? Like, you know, when, you know, Biotti puts his hands up, you know, to like shield his mouth to talk to the other guy, like you could see that. Right. And then yeah. it's, it's the interpretation, but like, that's completely up to you. How do you want to yeah, yeah, run yeah. it? Right. Like, yeah. Well, the only reason why I was thinking about the role is because I was like, Oh, you're going to be watching this guy. And you're gonna watch, but it's like, you're not doing it at the same time. You can do it as he's cut, yeah, as he's walking and, down. So it's, and, and yeah, yeah, it doesn't make yeah. any sense. Yeah, for sure. Unless there was going to be a thing where like, you know, like Paul was going to interrupt you and then you'd be like, okay, crap. Now I had to concentrate or whatever. So I'm not going to worry about that. So let's just say, yeah, let's say instead of seeing Biotti actually put his hand or whatever, you see DeLuca actually take his hand and kind of like whisper <laughs> in Biotti's ear and stuff like that. And Biotti, actually kind of shakes his head every once in a while, like kind of affirmative kind of thing. And that's pretty much all you see from that. You'll see Jim Jackson in the corner. Bill actually keeps his eyes averted from him. And then just as you see Bill starting to get up the ropes or whatever, you see, you actually see Jim point to his eyes and kind of point at Bill. Like, I see you. I hope you see me kind of thing. Okay. Nobody comes out of the door. Nothing. Nothing else transpires. Just like I'm watching you. I own you, sort of thing. Yep. That's pretty much all you see. Okay. All right. I guess we see what happens. Okay. So, as the fight, the bell rings. It's almost simultaneous. As soon as the bell rings, instead of the fanfare of trying to like. You know, you'll kind of do the thing where you kind of do the vibrato where you kind of both kind of shift in the ring and stuff like that. The other guy actually swings and hits Bill right in the face. And <laughs> Bill doesn't really stagger. He kind of like looks to the ground a little bit, kind of where his face was kind of facing and just kind of shakes it off a little bit and then kind of stares at the other guy and kind of makes a face like you shouldn't have done that <laughs> kind of thing. So there, and uh, after that, the other guy kind of like smiles at him, like, I got you kind of thing or whatever, you know? So it, uh, that reaction kind of pisses Bill off. So what he does is he actually kind of tries to get a rib shot. And as he does that, 
uh, the other guy sees an opening and punches him in the face on the left side of the face, the same spot he punched him the first time. And Bill kind of stumbles and falls against the rope a little bit. And you kind of hear some chitter chatter in the crowd, like, no, like that's not supposed to happen kind of thing. And, uh, you know, you hear this kind of like murmuring, almost like people are doubting what they're seeing kind of thing because they're here to see Bill and Bill is not not performing. They're kind of circling around and um, Bill kind of is mad or whatever, but then he kind of shakes it off, kind of looks at the guy and then just kind of like puts a hand to him. Is like, come on, come on, bring it, bring it, big fella, you know, that kind of thing. And uh, without putting up any kind of defense, Bill kind of puts his hands to his side and the guy punches him straight in the face again. This time, it the impact takes him a little bit more wobbly need, and he doesn't quite fall to the ground, but he kind of falls into the corner, and people are starting to really like be confused. They're like, what's going on? Why are you just letting him do it kind of thing? And he just kind of, and this time he's actually got a little bit of blood coming out of the left side of his face, and he kind of wipes it off a little bit, and he kind of looks at the guy, and he kind of tells him to come on over. And the guy just kind of stalks to him again, hands to his side again. And the guy goes to uh, punch him in that same side of the face. And he actually deeks him and throws, uh, throws a right jab into his, into his um, ribs. And you could hear the air go out from under this guy. And he just, he just oof kind of thing. And he doesn't quite get to a knee, but he almost does. And he kind of stands, he kind of gets back to stand up a little bit. And then he kind of takes a look at Bill and he was just kind of like confused. as like, (laughs) what kind of game are we playing here? You know, that kind of thing. That makes him mad. So then he actually, instead of just doing a, you know, a regular boxing move, he just shoves him, (laughs) shoves him against the ropes. Bill uses that momentum, falls against the ropes, and then gives him a clear shot to the jaw. And he goes down. After a few seconds, you can tell that he's not quite down for the count. Uh, he actually shakes it off a little bit and then gets to a knee. And then uh, you see Bill actually grab his arm and try to pull him up to help him up. And he actually like swats him off like, I don't need your help kind of thing. And Bill kind of laughs. And it, it gets this weird reaction from the crowd because they're kind of like, what is going on? And you hear a couple <laughs> giggles here and there kind of thing. Like, I, I don't understand. And uh, the other guy kind of shoves him again. And instead of like taking the shove, he actually takes one of his arms, kind of twirls him, kind of like a pirouette almost, and then begins to go to work on him. Takes a couple of shots to the ribs, a couple of shots to the face, gets him you know, kind of... Uh, leans him into the ropes a little bit, takes a couple of more shots to the ribs. The guy kind of starts putting his arms down to kind of protect his ribs. And then uh, Bill just starts wailing on his face, just one after another, one after another. one. And then uh, the guy tries to protect his face. And then he's going for the ribs again, one after another, one after another. Eventually, the other guy kind of shoves his way out and is just kind of, and just mad. He just, just kind of like, he's like, he just can't believe what's happening. He's like, he's like, you know, he just kind of puts his arms to his side a little bit. He's like, why are you playing with me? Why are you playing with me? Kind of thing. And uh, Bill kind of looks at him and he's like, you want to, you don't want to play? Bring it on then. You know, that kind of thing. And uh, the other guy goes in, goes in and just tries to just tries to get one big wall upon him. And Bill deeks him. 
uh, gives him one last shot to the jaw and he flops to the ground. Hmm. You can, and uh, you can like, as he hits the ground, you can tell it's just, it was, it was over before you even hit the mat kind of thing. People are uh, the guy that's by the bell dings the bell before any, the guy even checks uh, bills, the winner. He kind of had as everyone's kind of cheering for bill, that kind of thing. He kind of looks, kind of sees that crowd of people that were kind of there for him or whatever. He kind of points to him and he just kind of goes around a little bit, you know, he just kind of like that kind of thing. And then you didn't even know if he noticed you're what or not. And he kind of looks your way and he winks at you. Yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't react right away. Like while yeah. Bill's sort of like pointing around before he winks at me again, you know, kind of like take a look up to the balcony, take a look over towards the door to see what the reaction is if anything like I assume Jackson expected him to win, mm-hmm. so like I wouldn't expect there to be like a strange reaction from that. Yeah, if this is something that Deluca comes to all the time again, I wouldn't expect him to be surprised. But also, I want to see if he's kind of surprised, yeah, <laughs> like if yeah. he's not been here before, right? And like lost money or yeah, you know, you know, again, everything would all be speculation. But like yeah. just to read the body language, yeah. So you see. You see, Jim Jackson doesn't have really like you can tell he has a smile on his face, but you don't get a much you don't get much of a reaction other than that. Yeah. Um, Deluca actually does like the slow clap, like good on you kind of thing. Like, hmm. can't believe that just kind of happened. It was kind of a weird like mix of things, or it was kind of like, and then you kind of get a you kind of get a sense on Deluca that he's like, even though Deluca is probably not a fighter, he knows when someone's been playing with somebody else so he he is kind of like obviously people wanted to show he gave him a show that kind of thing so he's just kind of like bravo you know you did the thing you know right you got you you you're gonna make people want to come back next time to see you because obviously even after you've gotten a couple of even after someone's got a couple of good shots on you you still were victorious and no reaction from biati no, no, he's just kind of like, well, let's just say like he does kind of like the, you know, like little head nod, like, yep, 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 you know, that kind of thing. Good job, that kind of thing. But he doesn't do it at him. He just kind of like, like, oh, that was that was good kind of thing. But other yeah, than that, yeah. not much of a reaction. Okay. Right. Yeah, he doesn't react to Bill, right? Because I don't want, again, not that anybody would necessarily know that it was me, but like, because people know me, I don't want to. <laughs> Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, man, you did it. You kicked his ass. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, Um, so, you know, there's smattering of reactions and stuff like that. Like, yeah, 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 awesome, that kind of thing. Before you can kind of take in the scene of, like, what's been kind of going on, you hear all of a sudden just, let's just say they're, you know, the the door that you came from, the door where the other fires were from, came from, and let's just say there's another door to, like, the north or whatever bust open and a swarm of cops invade this room they're just like freeze everybody that you know this is you know illegal gambling or whatever where you know instead of freezing it's chaos 